We're back. We're back. It's the weird yeah. time in between normal holidays when it- possibly what we should have done is identified a piece of suboptimal content to release now. No. No we shoulds. Can. Too late now. No shoulds, Andrew. I'm erasing should from my vocabulary <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> no subjunctive case. Tawny Newsome. Well, is that what sh- is should could is? Is subjunctive case? No, could is whatever. I'm going to try and replace it with could and be like, what could we have done? Sure, we could have done that. I think they're both. But I don't, but we didn't. Yeah. And you know what we are doing? This. We've had three Christmas sugar cookies. We feel crazy. There's stuff (laughs) in the oven that desperately needs our attention. But you know what else needs our attention? Racism. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But you know what else needs our attention? Our lovely subscribers. Yeah. The the thing that I think uh, has been this year has proved kind of better than most years, mm-hmm. you know, racism. We we got, you know, we have our limits. Racism don't need us. It don't need Should us. Should we do a year-end review? Ooh, sure. I don't have anything. Yeah, we, just, we didn't plan anything. What um, are we reviewing? How bad the year was, mostly. Strikes were bad. Yeah. Um, Strikes, wars. uh, But, you know, I'm grateful, though, for all the people that supported. Man, there was such a community that came together. So many different little communities came together because of the strike. Yeah. I met so many writers that I never would have met. Yeah. Everybody stays in their little houses all the time. Yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah, people to meet and walk on the uh, picket line with. I was very, I was striking a lot. Yeah. I should have worn oh this will be a good bookend because it was on mic when you told me to get tivas Tivas, yeah Mm -hmm. those were good Mm -hmm. however you needed arch support yeah i needed both arch support and to be doing it less i think (laughs) yeah okay i came out of the strike being like man i walked i feel pretty good and then i was like oh i'm so stiff Uh, i just got old you weren't stretching yeah yeah i should have been stretching I think that's a a note for all of us who struck this summer. We should have stretched more. Yeah, I'm 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 working in a like trying to do more mobility stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that is that good? Yes, I should do yoga. Huh? I do a lot of yoga. Yeah. I feel best when I do a lot of yoga. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, keeps you loose. But no, I think the I think the community aspect of the strike was far more even than a silver lining. It was like. It was really, it was truly a positive that I am so grateful for that I do not think we would have had without uh, these these terrible strikes. And um, I think the community that came out uh, from like the Star Trek world, the fans. Um, oh yeah, you got a lot of like fan support. Yeah, shout out to the Star Trek Snack Squad, a I believe international effort, definitely a multi-state effort, um, kind of headed up by uh, Claire Willett was such an incredible show of solidarity support and actual like resources like they were sending trucks to the lines they were sending bottled water they were sending little like cooling towels with the starfleet delta on them so it was like in every sense solidarity support and like actual tangible right support that people needed um it was really really cool to see and i didn't see any other I don't know any other franchise whose fans mobilized like that. Yeah. Because it wasn't just to, they weren't just sending it to like the Star Trek pickets. They were sending yeah, it yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, to everyone. There, I'm trying to remember. There was one other fandom that was doing stuff, I think, sort of like that in a very, but it was like. It's like Anne with an E or something. No, it truly was. <laughs> it was like something that I was like, I did. I, I, I was 
I'm strongly assuming not the target audience. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is a show. It was oh god, I can't. I mean, it was it was something like it was like an anime or like a teen thing maybe sure. or a kid thing. It was just something that was like not marketed to me, and I just was not aware of the immense power and generosity of its fans. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm trying to. I truly. I'm trying to. There was also a show that was canceled. And had, but sure. it was like a really popular show, but recently canceled. The fans like kept showing up. Yeah, some of those fans, like the OA fans and the Anne with an E fans, are like rabid. But yeah, I also think that because Star Trek has such a history of being so pro labor, like in yeah. the writing of the episodes, yeah, like, it's in the content of the show. That yeah, our fans are just like yeah, of course, of course, we support a strike. Um, yeah, Deep Space Nine episode Bar Association. If you're looking for a Looking for a fun watch. And I was just looking around your studio and I saw your um your picket uh sign from oh, the yeah. first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You write for Starfleet, not the Borg. You know, we wanted to have a little pithy thing. And then I realized I can't leave this sign behind. Nobody else wants this. I had picked up and put in my car for a long time a uh sign that someone had written uh in Chinese, Jayo, which is like technically means like more gas, more fuel. Mm. Um, and it's sort of the 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 go team chant in ah. China. Um, it's just like, you know, more, probably more, more, more gas or more fuel, like step on it is like the, you know, nice. like, like more, more power, more energy. Uh, someone had written that, I think for one of the Asian ones, I think I saw it on a, on Instagram, I assume. Um, and then it had been left in a big pile. Cause that's what the strikes were sort of like, was like the signs would mostly just get turned in at the end of the day. And the, the guild uh, people would take them. And mm -hmm. I so I was like, well, I'm going to take the Chinese one for a little bit. And then I put it back. And it was one of those things I was a little uncomfortable because, like, I think because of the composition of the Writers Guild, people were really excited to see something written in Chinese mm -hmm. and excited that an Asian person was holding it. Mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. So mm -hmm. I, I got enough people being like, oh, let me take, can I take a picture of you? That I was like, okay, I'm going to put this sign down. Yeah. Um, and I left feel it. Like left an in the pile. Yeah. I was like, I don't, <laughs> this is not what i think is right however mm -hmm. i immediately regretted that because the next day i think i was uh back at warner brothers and a white guy was holding the sign and i was like yeah this feels much worse yeah you should have just that sign. i should have just stolen it yeah you should i didn't steal sign. a picket sign well they it wasn't or stealing taking. at I disney they told us to take ours on the last day no 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 early on at disney they told oh, us really? to take them mm -hmm. oh they want us to take them and bring ours back oh right okay um, anyway I, yeah, I just, um, that felt like a souvenir that I probably, I kind of wish I had. Yeah. But. Well, the souvenir you have are, is the stiffness in your joints and those yep. sweet Tevas. My ankles. Yeah, some cool I do tivas. love them Tevas. Tevas are great. I love them Tevas. I bought a third pair this week. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's take a little break, I guess. And we'll do a couple of year-end voicemails that are not year-end voicemails, but there was one I thought was very funny. Great. I love it. All right. <laughs> Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, I, there's a chance that this this voicemail again, not New Year, not New Old Year, anything related. It is a little. I think there's a chance this might get us through the year, but I found it very amusing. Here we go. Hey, all. Just wondering, is it racist to talk shit about Sean King on the internet, specifically as 
a non-black person, is it racist to call him names like Frederick Douglass and Talcum X while explaining to people that he is a grifter who profits off of other people's trauma? Um, as I said, I am not black, but neither is the person who got worked up about it. Mm. Uh, thanks for the show. You guys are brilliant. I love it every week. Bye. Oh, Andrew, I'm curious what you're gonna what you're gonna say to this. No one's asked us this directly before. We've definitely talked about Sean King, but yeah, what do you think? I think I will actually say this this uh, voicemail is a tiny bit different than my memory of it, mm. which is, um, though, uh, I think it's good and and like okay, I think. White guilt, while corny and not perfect, mm -hmm. serves a function that I think on the balance is good. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, white people should be way more afraid about race. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that is the pivot point in which a Sean King can or folks like him can live, mm -hmm. which is like sort of like weaponizing or using social justice as a grift as a as a or you know that that's what gives his grift power mm -hmm. is racism so that part i think like should be discussed and like it should be clear and like the, clearly the grift is working and the victim slash slash like contributors to the grift are largely white people mm -hmm. by a lot i would comfortably wager however the second time listening to this voicemail i did get a little like White people probably shouldn't say shit like Talcum X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, I will say also that gets to a part of, I guess that one specifically maybe has a step, but like any of the things I sort of make fun of him that way, I'm like, that is actually a conversation, in my opinion, and I know I just said it out loud, but for black people to have. Mm -hmm. um, and the Taco Mex part of it is a little gross because that actually goes back to before I think people knew he was a grifter or before it was widely-ish known that he was a grifter, um, where I think right-wing folks were um, saying he wasn't actually black. Which is something that black people also claim. Right. Which oh, I thought that was just not true and it was... Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It, well, actually, so this is, but this is an important part. I, I don't know his ethnicity and I don't care because the point is his actions are uh, bad. <laughs> yeah. He is a grifter regardless of his color. Yeah. What, you know, I got this from a friend of the show, Imani Gandhi over at Rewire News, um, who's so great. Uh, listen to her pod, Boom Lawyer, if you haven't recently. All about the courts. It's great. Um, but Imani Gandhi has been yelling about him being a grifter for years on the internet, yeah. way before a lot of us caught on. And she will, she's always like, I don't engage in black checking him. I don't engage in that. Right. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And what it does is it allows, yeah, it allows like Republican ass white people to get real comfortable saying shit like, oh, he's not actually black and saying shit like Talcum X. And it's just yeah. like, you don't want to be in that. Like, he's doing enough wrong to criticize yeah, yeah. that we don't need to be, like, calling for his DNA results or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I also understand that there are a lot of black people who, and again, I don't know and don't care about the answer to this. The black people that believe he is not an actual black person are angry that he is, you know, allegedly perpetrating as one. And so they want to call that out. Yeah. 
But I kind of I'm I'm sort of on Imani's side. I'm like we, we don't need to black check anybody. Yeah, when that's not the important <laughs> unless part. they're clearly a, a fraud. Like a we all know the frauds that have been in the news in the last years. Yeah. We don't need to say their names. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the ones that have been clearly proved to be frauds, we want to yell at those people and say, please stop perm rotting your hair. You look ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a topiary up there. Um, <laughs> but with him, I think it's too. It's murky. It's uh, yeah. I guess it's business. like yeah. I was going to say even if, but no, it would be very bad if that's what was happening. But yeah, and we're not alleging that. I don't but, care. But that's not the proven part. And that's not what. No, what's proven is he raises a bunch of money for people and then it goes missing. Yeah. That's been proved over and over and over. Yeah. And people still give him money. Yeah. At the end of the day, like if racism wasn't a problem, he would have no power. So mm-hmm. I still am comfortable just being like, yeah, just, you know, do He's like a fraud. I will. Okay. So let's see. Well, let's not get into libel territory. However, there was a situation with the writer strike mm-hmm. where there was someone who was not, not in the exact same way, but was like probably a grifter of sorts or an exaggerator. A lot of people got very popular online during yeah. the strike for being very vocal about the strike. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I was like, uh, the the uh, again basically the dynamic I wanted to highlight, which is like I you know heard about situations and situations with like Sean King and folks like him, where black women are you know leading the charge of like hey I don't think this dude, it's usually a dude, is on the up and up mm-hmm. and um, being shouted down by white people mm-hmm. who um, want to support this man who's quote unquote doing good. Yeah. So I yeah. think that is like part of it too, which is like, though ultimately the like, the like subject of these like things are like people of color in Sean King's case, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> yeah. We're not, yeah, we're no, really we're not weighing in yeah, on yeah, the people color, like, black in or King's not. Case. We don't, However, we don't care. Um, <laughs> Like the 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 to me the like other villains are the sort of white people that are like how dare like you know in our liberal white people who are fucking bozos yeah shouting down often women of color who are like yeah but this is shady for X and Y Z reasons mm-hmm. like it's so weird like what part of, of blackness that they will accept mm-hmm. or parts of like you know just not whiteness. And what it is, is it's the shit that makes, like, because the, the other other side of Sean King's power is that he makes, like, liberal white people feel better. Yes, because he gives them an action item. And that action item is give me money, money yeah. and I will make your guilt go away. I will, quote unquote, help these people that I'm claiming need help. Yeah. And you can feel like you did a good deed and you can get your little cookie. And then when black women on the internet, like Imani or like many, many others go, hey, no, don't do that. Then often the white person goes, and I see this a lot in Hollywood, because still, for some reason, a lot of white Hollywood people still follow him and post him. The white person goes, they throw up their hands and they go, well, then what am I supposed to do then? How do I help? Yeah. And there's a frustration because it's like, he's giving me something I can do, a yeah. tangible thing I can do, and you're giving me a problem. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, yeah, yeah. man. But you, you Earth didn't, is tough. You didn't solve your problem. No. Your initial problem. Yeah. I think it, it's just this like, Yeah. You know, again, whatever these actual grifters um, do, the fact is, like, if we just had higher quality white folks, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have power. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, uh, that man is litigious as fuck. So everything we said is uh, a spec alleged, for a screenplay alleged, 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 that we're writing. Alleged, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Next voicemail. Yeah, we'll do one more. Let's go here. So I'm leaving a voice message um, about my coworkers because they just don't seem to get racism. I'm, I'm re-recording this because I feel like I wasn't clear enough the first time. Um, so I am in this group of white women. I'm the only person of color. And there's this guy from another shift. He comes in sometimes to work overtime. And he'll sit at our table. And everyone thinks he's so fucking funny. Except sometimes, <laughs> oh no, the guy will say something completely racist. For example, this is probably the worst one that he's ever done in front of me. But... Um, he, like, made a joke that stormtroopers must be Asian because they, uh, can't hit anything, and then he did a, a squinty huh? eyes. What? Which is, it's just terrible. Um, but, you know, racists, you know, they are what they are. Uh, this guy, he does the whole thing, I, well, I, I don't discriminate. Uh, against anybody. It's just like, well, if you don't discriminate against it, you're just an asshole to everyone. And you're just an asshole. Um, but what really gets me is how everyone else, all, all the, all the, you know, all these white women I work with just think he's so fucking funny. And I feel really fucking, you know, kind of hung out to dry here as the only person of color. And I'm like, if I make a stink about it, about this person they all like, they're all going to be mad at me. <laughs> I did I did um, actually talk to my supervisor about this guy. So he's not hopefully going to be saying shit like that around because it's just stupid and you shouldn't be racist. So, like, I did elevate it. But I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the people who I work with. You know, I like them a lot and I want to keep liking them. But shit like this is, makes it difficult. Yeah. Oh, you're so tired. Yeah. You sound tired. <laughs> you sound tired. So what's the problem here? You don't want to be disliked by a bunch of people who think a racist is funny? Yeah. That's, what the fuck? That's the thing. It's like, caller, we're sorry to give you this bad news as the last, as our parting shot to 2023. <laughs> but you don't, I know that you like, you look, you might not have a choice in terms of coworkers and you want to keep them convivial, but you are not in this group of white women no they are racists or they're just okay with dumb racist jokes yeah and you 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 care the racists yeah that's true that's true (laughs) people are scared of that word um if you don't wanna if you don't wanna be like what you're you're mad that if you point and say hey this guy sucks that they're all gonna turn their backs on you well here's here's i think the thing that you know we've said it before in variations but like i know it's not like fun but good like the better the quicker these racists yes like because they're just gonna show their true colors when you say that's racist and they are mad at you yeah guess what they're racist that's true so like you're you're not losing anything no by losing these people and the the two people that go, I know, I feel really bad. I've been laughing because I've been like peer pressured into it, but I agree with you, and I think he sucks. 
then those people yeah at least have someone yeah you know exactly you can be like okay good now i have people on my side it will be better for you to not build anything friendship or you know colleagues ships or whatever on a bed of racist lies (laughs) because that's it's never it's not going to be less painful when these people shun you because they are racist like the stormtrooper joke actually shocked me it felt like it was from 1981 yeah sure someone made that stormtrooper joke in 1981 as a bonus do you really want to be friends with people who think a joke that bad is funny because <laughs> that's the real word right there is that like if you can if you let's say you can take the racism yeah let's I draw just the, say I draw the line at being that hack yeah <laughs> like it's, the, the racism fine yeah good even <laughs> well, we like it whatever it's it teaches own <laughs> but for me to tell a joke that hack that bad no 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 i simply require better writers around me bad yeah 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 oh my god it's a real first draft thought there yeah but a first draft thought from 35 years ago easily easily you had a lot of time to come up with a second draft of your racist joke right oh my god it's really intense this is an intense uh yeah it's, it's an intense sadness it brings me that people are still this deeply unfunny. I mean, you know, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is, is one of the few reasons we continue to ever have jobs <laughs> is that the rest of the world and why I'm not that worried about the old AI part of writing. Oh, boy. When yeah. people tell me the stuff that AI writes, I'm like, has it written a joke? Yeah. Let's see them jokes. Let's yeah. see the comedy the AI is writing. Because guess what? People haven't nailed that. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, I mean, I think the thing that, like, here's, here's how you can tell. Because let's say, I don't know, the, the richest man in the world was a deeply unfunny racist dweeb who wanted nothing more on earth to be funny. Mm-hmm. An endlessly resourced tech billionaire mm-hmm. who, if AI were even remotely capable of being funny, would be using AI to be consistently the funniest person. Oh, yeah. He would have the dankest memes. Yeah. He would have a stand-up routine written by that robot. It's like... And the fact that... Yeah. The fact that a... he can't do it means that AI is not even close. Now, we're going to be maybe, you know, eating our words in two years or whatever. Yeah. But, but right still, now... Right now, we're living fancy free. You want a, a dramatic police procedural? Well, maybe that robot can write it. Yeah. Not. You want searing, hilarious commentary reflecting our world around us <laughs> <laughs> with current but not too current references that are not... both classic and feel <laughs> of the moment? Oh, man. That you need a living, breathing, depressed comedy yeah. writer. Well, because you need novelty because AI can only do the last thing. It can never do the next thing. Right. They're the TSA. TSA does. The, they're like, take off your shoes because the shoe bomber. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Because the liquid. Yeah, they're yeah, never yeah. like, you know what somebody might do? They might bring an exploding service dog on this plane. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Pino would do that. No, she wouldn't. Don't slander her like this. I peanut definitely. Peanut's got troubling political views. Okay. We sound um, too cavalier about AI, by the way. The robot's going to come get us. I've seen all the Terminators. We, well, we got to shut up. But that's the thing is the robots absolutely will come and get us. The 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 problem is that Hollywood studios seem to think that the lowest bar to go after is like 
writers mm. and it's like yeah no mm-hmm. like actually by the time that very complex problem is solved by an ai that's when it's skynet time that's when it's conscious when a ai can write something resonant and like based off of a human experience that's new mm. uh then, without then like yeah. prompts and editors and all that shit um then it's a conscious thing and then we have a different problem but guess what we all have that problem mm-hmm. gunning for writers specifically was so bizarre i guess that actors too wow I know. this is not how we should end the year um ho 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 ho, ho. <laughs> i'm santa coming back after work <laughs> we don't know what that is up, up um, on the rooftop little hooves come see us if you're in anywhere in the bay area please I, as i have said many times but um last year's sketch fest show sf sketch fest show was one of the highlights of my year this mm-hmm. year whatever you know what i'm talking about and february 24th Cobbs, 7 p.m come see us Woo. um the bit to beat now is how many shrimp dumplings can andrew eat on stage but we'll see jesus i'm so excited <laughs> um yes thank you all truly i know we ended this pod in this year on a weird <laughs> weird depressing john connor note but uh no truly so grateful for all of you all of the listeners yeah. all the supporters everybody who dms us it's it's really nice it's a lovely little community so yeah let's keep it going we appreciate you all so much yeah happy new year happy new year three two three three nine seven two two three that's three two three three nine race, race.